Hello everyone, welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about the mentality of the realm, player hiatuses, and the causes. And for this show, we have a guest that comes on once a month, but before we introduce him, I'm sure you already know who he is, I am one of your hosts, Michael Mr. Happy Poveromo, and of course, joining me as usual is Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gray Fox, aka you my boy Blue, tell him hello real quick, Sly. Hello, everyone. I'm I'm mad I didn't get a nickname this week. I'm, I'm kind of used to. It I now. moved it. I moved it over to Athos. Yeah. Good. Okay. Oh yeah. By the way, guys, Athos on the show this week. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello? That's Athos. That's Athos' introduction. Good my And joining us as Woo! a guest is at this Minute Man Asher right now. He's yeah. he's moved. He's no longer the Moon Man. He's the Minute Man. Yeah, that's a dick joke. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Thanks, Thanks. Sly, you, you, you complain when you do get nicknames. You complain when you don't get nicknames. What what the I, fuck? I, I don't know. I'm it's, just you, kinda, you're, I'm, I'm lame. you're like I the abused wife. You're like the abused wife who, like, when she doesn't get abused, she's Stuck just like, she, she's worried if something's what, wrong. Does he not love me anymore? <laughs> what did I do, Mike? What did I do? Pissed off everyone on YouTube by having opinions, Sly. That's what you did. Antanius, yeah, it, it State of the Realm is my period. We line it up with my period every time for maximum <laughs> saltage. <laughs> maximum saltage. Okay, I like it. You're not even from America, so the NA doesn't apply to you. All right. <laughs> so, on that note, uh, we are going to be almost sort of elaborating on the topic we covered last week. Where Last week, we, we kind of introduced a lot of different games to the community, and uh, we were just basically talking about players who are looking for something to tide them over till 3.1 um but we want to go a little bit deeper into that you know we want to talk about you know the development team the breaks that they took i mean okay so here's the thing players are obviously taking a hiatus from the game until 3.1 can we agree with that we can agree it's common attitude like a lot of people are kind of agreeing on this i wouldn't say it's common but there there's a handful i mean i wouldn't say it's a noisy what is that what, like lebron james hand that's a big handful it's a, in comparison to the the whole community, it's pretty much a handful. Well, um, so, but a lot of people are figuring, you know, if the game doesn't have content for me, I'm going to voice my concerns or I'm going to take a break to the game until it catches up to what I want to do. It's kind of always been that way, though, with the way they design the patches, hasn't it? The way they do even and odd, even and odd, hardcore progression, casual progression, hardcore progression, casual progression. Yeah. Say that. Yeah, it's well, safe to say. Well, I mean, so there's obviously a lot of players. Uh, they're going to keep this game going. They're going to continue to subscribe regardless of whether or not the, there's content in the game. I mean, some of us, I don't know how about you guys, I pay for like six months of subscription at a time. Do we? Do, do you? Do either of you do that? Monthly. I think I do three months. Damn, slide with the monthly. Yeah. You're not trying yeah. to save money over there. Slide's going to have an out. He's going to have an escape plan. He's always going to have a bathroom window open. There you go. For, for, it's a bathroom window. I would my close bath, it. My bathrooms don't even have windows. Re oh, my oh, God. Well. I would never want to stay the night Ooh. at your house then. <laughs> really? It's a freaking townhouse. Are you? Okay. You know what I how mean. Do you, how do you escape when you think you're getting date raped? <laughs> you don't have a bathroom window, Sly. The, the man cave has windows. Okay. The man but you, cave have, to, has but you windows? have to get out of the bathroom to get there. That's yeah. All right, so uh, 
the, a lot of these players, they play as time permits. They continue to find joy in whatever aspect of the game, you know, whether it be raiding, crafting, gathering, socializing, maximizing all areas of content completionists. We've covered a lot of this in fragments without really delving too deep into it. But, I mean, all these players, regardless of what they're into, they help make up the entire community of the game, whether or not they seem like they're part of separate parts of communities. Without them, we don't have a, an MMO that's quality. So, why don't we go over a few points of debates with our opinions and observations, and we're going to note we aren't forcing people to agree with us on these things. You know, I think that I, that should go without saying, but it really doesn't. It's the internet, right? <laughs> it never does. Only, only, yes, if, yes, because we're putting a gun to everybody's head saying, uh, believe us. We are right, and you <laughs> are wrong. <laughs> uh, but we just want to cover how we view the current, well, for lack of a better word, state of the realm. Ah, ah, Ethos does not approve. Ah, I see what you did there. That's a that's that's a joke that's been thirty three well, weeks coming. And, and... Well, I'm sorry, Mistech's in the chat, so I had to make a pun. Like, oh, that, what's up, Mistech? That that energy just like fed through. I was like, pun. There we go. <laughs> she's sitting. She's sitting there at a desk, going, "Don't do it." Pun. 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 <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So let's first let's talk about what kinds of players there are. I mean, okay, so we're we're gonna break this down into one very specific area. There are those that loyally contribute subscriptions to the game, mm -hmm. continuously, regardless of what's going on. They plug away at various types of content just because they're paying, so they might as well do something, right? And then there's people who remove their subs because they're only interested in certain aspects, whether that be you know raiding or you know upgrading their character or leveling for whatever reason. Um, is there any reason why people would? I guess continue their sub if they aren't interested in the game. Is is this considered like a normal thing, an acceptable thing, or do you guys think it's a normal thing to unsub when you're uninterested in what's going on? Well, we've had the whole casual versus hardcore conversation, so I'm not going to go into too much detail about that. Okay. But um, I've seen firsthand a lot of the people who were unsubbing just because. They're mainly into in-game content. They're done with it. They've done all of Savage. They're done with it. Like, that's just a small percentage, though, because a lot of people are still working on Savage. I'm still part of the spectrum that's raiding. I'm still getting gear. I'm still capping SOs every week. I'm still gathering. I'm still crafting. Huh. Don't believe it. Hmm. Um, I mean, in the meantime, I still do have time to play other games. Um... But that doesn't, that doesn't deter my loyalty or, you know, my support for 14. Uh, I, still, I still play 14. I still have Raid. I still have all these things I could be doing in 14, and I still play. But mm. what about the people who aren't at this? So, so uh, at this, let me get your side of it. So, what do you think? There's the group of people that will play and continue to pay regardless, and there are people who will stop their sub as soon as they are uninterested. What do you think? Well, my... Um... My, I guess, introduction to sub-loyalty for this game was um, in 2.0, um, I was playing with a lot of friends who were saying things like, ah, oh, there's, there's, there's hardly any endgame content, you know, there's no point subbing to this, I'll come back when there's a little bit more content. And basically what I would tell them then, particularly then, and this, this may or may not be a relevant point now, um, I was like, look, if you stop subbing now, then there won't be any content. <laughs> then it'll go free to play and it'll fall on its fucking face like every other uh, MMO that comes out with, at release with less endgame content than World of Warcraft. You know what I mean? So when, 
back in 2.0, I, I considered it kind of like a, a green light project. You know what I mean? It's like you look at the base game. It's really, really solid. There's a lot of potential. Um, it's mechanically sound. It feels great. It looks great. Let's invest in it. Let's put some money into it. And we will be getting that content down the road. Whether that's still, you know, two years later, whether that's still a relevant argument, I really don't know. Um, I have a lot of sympathy for people who are saying now like, oh, you know, this isn't good enough and five months is too long. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think, I think it still stands. If, if everyone unsubs every time there's a content lull, then there's, the money's going to dry up, you know? It is, it is true, and this is brought up in the chat. Yoshi P himself did say he expects people to unsub. Like, he, he mm. literally flat out said, I expect people to unsub when there's something they're uninterested in. The beauty of it is most of the time they come back. Mm. What about it, that? What about that idea? The idea that you're unsubbing, but you're not unsubbing for good. You're unsubbing because what's in the game currently doesn't interest you. So you have every intention of coming back. Does that maybe apply a little bit more at this point? I know, Sly, you wanted to get in on that, so I'll let you take that first. I mean, it's calculated. There's going to be times when um, we... We're like when we get this patch, we're probably going to kind of breeze through it, get through all the stuff, and you know, probably be working on relic and stuff. But you'll, eventually, we're going to hit a lull again. We're eventually going to hit that place where we've gone through all the content we can. We're kind of in this boring state, and you know, we're just looking for something to pass the time. And a lot mm. of people are going to vote with their wallets um, what they're going to do with the pa to pass the time. I mean, it's and we'll talk about this later. It's all about like. Finding, finding your own fun, finding what you find enjoyable in the game um, in times like this. Some people will, some people won't. Again, you're going to vote with your wallet. Mm. What about you, Ethos? Well, it is, it is natural to get these lulls, like we're saying. It happens you know, almost every patch. Mm -hmm. I feel like that for at least some of the people who are making some noise, I know there's a lot of people that are like really you know, properly, legitimately concerned about this, but I feel like for at least some of the people that are complaining, it's like two months with no content or three months with no content, it's sort of like expected of an MMO and, you know, if you bitch and moan about it, then you're kind of being a douchebag. Whereas, um, That's why we love this months, on the show. If it's five months, then suddenly it's justified, you know what I mean? So I, I feel like it's, it's the, the same people that are complaining every time, but now they've sort of got a little, a little bit more fuel and a little bit more sort of, you know, a little bit more justified. Um, and that's that's not everyone. I, I do personally know people who, who are really like, oh, look, I've, I've done everything. I've leveled everything. I've finished Savage. Um, there's just nothing in the game for me at the moment. Um, and that's legit. But you know what I'm saying? I think I think there's a little bit of that um, that drama going on. Well, I mean, you brought up the fact that the patch is delayed. You know, something we've... <laughs> we, how long has it been since they said it was going to be like later than people expect like people were expecting middle of october saying that was too late and then what was it it's now been what three weeks since they said yeah ten? three weeks yeah and we're still impatient and we're still just as impatient but i mean we have to kind of look at square enix as a business don't we when it yeah. comes to things like this so Cause. gaming companies have delay all the time i think at least four maybe five AAA titles in the past year or so have undergone some form of delay to polish yeah. up the product when a single-player game does it, it's acceptable because people aren't playing, paying a subscription. But <clears throat> So we've been making a joke on the show about how it's late because they took a vacation. Not our words, Yoshi P's. 
He's like, we took a vacation after Heaven's Word because we put so much time into it, we had no time for a personal life. But that's not the only thing that goes into these delays, is it? No. There's, no. there's planning. Personal life. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny about that? Oh, it just makes me want to send Yoshi P an email saying, um, yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. that's our personal life. <laughs> Pretty much, that's what he's saying. They had no personal life because they were... That's it. Yeah, Soken called it Hell's Word for a reason. <laughs> oh, he had a lot of work to do. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you have to keep in mind that even if the development team isn't directly involved in something, like you may not see them there, preparing for events like PAX and Tokyo Game Show for live letters, all that takes away time from development, too. It's, of kind, of, it's kind of like a lost sense that when there's a lot of big gaming events, developers have deadlines for within the company and they also have to submit content they have to go out of their way to record something or give up certain information you know decide what do we give them what do we not they have to have meetings for that kind of stuff it's not as simple as oh well you know we're not there so it doesn't affect development time at all especially mm. live letters like live letters i never really thought about it until like a week ago that has to take away at least three or four days, if not more, of development time just to prep for that live letter. Like, you really think it's three or four days? Not not three or four days of absolutely nothing. Maybe three or four days of like one or two people. Well, here's the thing: because they all go there to the live letter, they're all yeah, at the true. live letter. Yeah, they're right. all there. Yeah. They all have to have meetings again. Decide, you know, what's the order this gets this gets re reviewed in? What's it, uh, revealed in? What's mm -hmm. the order? This obviously it's not three or four full days, but at least for a couple a couple of hours a day, they are taking time away from development just to work on having something to present. In the but I, that really, in all honesty, I, th I feel like the live letters are just basically production meetings. They're just basically updating you on what we're doing, um, or what they're doing. Um, what what's in store, what we have in store, things like that. It it, it just seems like that could be cranked out a little bit quicker. It, it could you know, they could probably crank that out. That's probably their production meeting. They're just giving mm. us their production meeting, telling telling us the same thing they're telling themselves on the 18th floor. I'm, I don't know. It just seems it just doesn't seem that it should take three to four days just to crank out a live letter. What do you think well, it's something that we've wanted and we've expected from them, right? And it's, it's this whole um, issue with the fact that they're always trying to please everyone all the time is that we want them to be approachable. We want to be able to give them feedback. We want to be able to communicate with our development team. Um, and that's something that's not an industry standard and it's something that a lot of people have kind of praised them for. And at this point, they kind of feel obligated to put some work into that because it's something that, that we feel like really sort of sets them above and, and something that we really respect them for. Um, I guess anticipating one of the, um, the major uh, rebuttals to this issue is why don't they just hire more staff? They've got the same, they've got the same team, I think, um, as they did in 2.0 and they're making a shitload more money, and they've got, you know, four million more subs than they did. Um, why not put some more staff on? That's a big it, question. Is there, is there a reason not to? Because they haven't done it, so there's obviously a reason not to. I've, is it I've, because they, they just want to all get rich and buy nice houses? I mean, but logis logically speaking, in terms of um, 
the lulls, well, not really the lulls or the delay or just the delays. Um, it takes time. It's going to take time to work on this content. They already have a plan in place. They already have a release window in place, and sometimes it's not going to re- meet the release window. I mean, Square showed us at FanFest how much time it takes into job slash class creation. That's like, what was it, Happy? Two years, I they think? Said it takes a full year worth of work just to implement one new job. So who's to, mm. like, who's to say how much time it's going to take for a patch, a single patch? It could be shorter. It probably it definitely is shorter. But now, um, now that we know that they actually do take vacation time and they do have personal days, we're putting that into the mix. We're putting that in. I like how that was never a consideration before. It, it, <laughs> suddenly, it never was. Suddenly, it, we think that they're taking vacations. And yeah, I mean because you and, we and the candles. Because we wrote, we never really thought about it until they you're said right. it. No, you're right. You are right. You know, we never really thought about well, how hard do they work on this damn game? And we don't know mm. when they take have time, have any personal mm. time. But I feel like as a majority, uh, the community has this sense of instant gratification. We want content, and we want it as soon as possible. But at the same time, when we get this content, we're going to blaze through it and then get bored again. So it, it's really, honestly, an endless cycle. I don't, think, mm. I don't think it's ever going to stop. I don't think it would stop even with more staff. You're still going to mm. have this endless cycle of we want content. You get the content. You go through it. Now what do we do? You want so you reckon content? even if we get more content, people are still going to blaze through it, and they're still going to be yeah. you know, sitting on there. It's going, what the fuck? Yeah, um, I mean, and you, and you spoke about it because, like, not everybody's going to be happy. And mm-hmm. Square Enix, I'll be honest, they're kind of people pleasers. They want to please everyone, but not everybody's going to be happy. Mm. Well, I mean, the other thing to take into account when we're talking about this delay is, I mean, this is happening, I believe, this week, is the European data centers are finally coming out. Now, that's, again, not something that you'd expect to affect development, but when the game first came out, I remember them saying it got delayed a month because of us trying to fix the network issues, the server issues when the game first came out. If that could affect it, I don't see why this couldn't. Wanting to make sure that maybe the Europeans have a quality server and that's not complete shit before they implement the next patch. They have a two-week buffer time. Here's, Here's the thing. If I was in their PR... That's what I would have said. I mean, even, even if it's not true, I wouldn't have mentioned the word holiday. I would have said, we need more time to, to implement the European data center, and that's going to take us a little bit uh, longer than we were expecting. Um, they didn't really say that that was the problem, did they? No, but I don't... They should have. I, I, I honestly think them mentioning holiday, it kind of it kind of humanizes them. And... It, they're already human, but we as a community, most of us, uh, just see them as they're giving us the content. They, like, like just give us the content, please. Mm. We don't really, mm. we, until now, we never really looked at the dev team as, you know, people. As, mm. you know, normal, hardworking people. They, they have lives just as we do, even though most of our lives are this game. But they have lives just like <laughs> we do. And... They're like they're people. They're gonna like. I don't like. It's it's hard to say how much, how much time Yoshi P gets off. How much time Soaking gets off. You, you were just saying like he considers this Hell's Ward because of all the stuff he had to do. Um. So, I applaud them for you know 
bringing to the table that they're actual, you know, just everyday people, just like us. This is their job. This is their job. And every now and then, you know, as hard as they've been working on Heaven's Ward, they're going to need a break. But Yoshi P is a fucking rock star. I mean, that's that's been look at all like, those rings. The, the driving, yeah, mm-hmm. that's been the driving force behind the game's sort of public image is the idea that that Yoshi's not a regular dude. He's a fucking rock star. He's a genius. He's he's you know he doesn't need breaks. He just keeps going and going and going and going and going. He's got so much energy and so much uh, charisma. And him saying, "Oh, I need a break," it doesn't really inspire confidence in a lot of people. And some people can sympathize with that, definitely. But um, other people are like, yeah, well, you know, I have to work every day. I don't get to take a break just because you know I I did a big project and made a shitload of money in the last couple of weeks. Um, full sympathy for him. I'm just, I'm just looking at the, um, at the other side of it. But yeah. if you tell somebody they can't take a vacation, mm. ever, ever, mm. what are they, what are they going to reply? They're going to reply, um, how much am I getting paid? Yeah, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd reply, fuck you. No. <laughs> I'm taking my vacation. Just for that, my vacation starts right now. <laughs> Mike, when, when was the last time you took a vacation? I mean, you work, you work 70 hours a week. When was the last time you took a vacation? If you said, I'm going to take a so two-week vacation and I'm not going to release any about. videos. <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing we're talking about here. So, do you, so basically, do you think it was unavoidable if 3.1 in particular got delayed with all they were trying to do at the same time? With the events that came by, the servers, with them trying to be human for once? Do you think it was unavoidable that this kind of... Unavoidable? I mean, I'm not going to... I'm. Again, this is me playing kind of devil's advocate, but I, because I'm not on the 18th floor, I don't know what their kind of schedule is. It may or may not have been possible. Uh, even with the release window that we have, people are still unhappy with the time and the content. So, um, plus, given the content that they were already, um, you know, planning and working on uh, for you know for months on end, I'm, personally speaking, I'm going to say it was unavoidable. In the end. They have to decide what gets released, what gets put on the back burner, you know, what's going to get released soon. They have that, they have that decision making. We don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can influence it. We, we as a community can influence it. But in the end, it's their decision. So I'm, I'm just going to say it was unavoidable. Ethis? I think we need to come back to the, the idea of man hours. I mean... We can say it's unavoidable. Why didn't they just hire some people to work while they were taking a break? Is there is there things that that um, that Yoshi P and that um, everyone on board they can do that other people couldn't do that they couldn't hire other people to do? So um, um, because there's got to there's got to be a reason why they haven't hired a bunch more staff. Are we in a way playing the labor union? For Square sure. Enix, are we the labor union for Square Enix? Yeah, what, what the fuck? Because <laughs> it feels like we're being the labor union for Square Enix, de- deciding how much, how exactly, how many man hours they work, when they're gonna get vacation, when yeah, with, we, yeah. I'm raising it. I'm raising it because it's the um, the only thing that's come close to like a legitimate rebuttal that I've seen on um, on Reddit or any other social media at the moment is people saying, well. They're overworked. They've got a much bigger workload. They've also got a lot more disposable cash to throw around. Presumably, um, obviously, they're 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 putting um, 
more um, resources into patches now than they were two years ago. But why why not hire more people? Is it a pride thing? They don't want it to like get out of their hands. They're just sort of, uh, you know, are they, are they just sort of arrogant? And they're like, no, this is our baby. We don't want to let anyone else touch it. Um, do they have certain skills that they don't think anyone else has? Um, there's got to be a reason. Well, okay, so I'm thinking back to, by the way, apologies for Ethos going a little bit uh, pixely. Uh, it looks like his face is frozen in a pretty interesting position, right? <laughs> he looks, oh, yeah, oh, I'm please frozen. Don't. He looks very... Can you still hear me? He look, yeah, we can still yeah, hear Yeah, we, we can still hear you. All right, that's fine then. Whatever. All right. Okay, there we go. Now the camera's resetting. <laughs> okay. um, um, so I remember something uh, I learned about uh, going into the workforce in a business class. And part of it had to do with making a project that nobody could replace you on you wanted to make yourself irreplaceable mm -hmm. to the company but you didn't want to like for example with coding write a code that nobody else could work with mm. because then the next guy comes along if you want to hire more people guess what now not only do they need to know how to do the code in general but they need to know how to work your specific code because it's a, it's some sort of unique beast in some way mm. they may have worked themselves into a situation where that's that's exactly where it is. They don't have the time to sit there and train a new employee or even just teach somebody who's new in the industry because they've done something internally that just it cre creates a whole separate process. It's no longer just a matter of hiring more people. And would we honestly, as the consumers, would we honestly give them that time? Could you say that we would honestly, as like collectively, give them that time to, you know, kind of bring somebody in to kind of change things up uh, while, you know, kind of waiting, as the consumers waiting for this to happen. Do you think we would really give them that time? I don't think we would. Well, how much of a, how much of a delay would it create compared to the delay that we get for them not having enough people? I mean, they could say to us, all right, we need uh, an train a bunch of new people, but as a result of that, all of our subsequent patches will be on point. Whereas now, that it might... And we lost at this. I was waiting for it to happen. Oh! <laughs> I had a feeling that we were going to lose at this any second there. But it's okay because we have we have that face right there. So one day at this will be able to tell us exactly what he thinks. But today, <laughs> today is not that day. It seems. I'm sure he's trying to get back on the call any second here. I was literally. I don't know about you, Sai. I was literally sitting here waiting for slide for uh, for Ethis to get booted from the call because his. I it wasn't. Was just I mean, it, down I, I, and down and down. Yeah, I heard the down. skips. I heard the skips a little bit, and then eventually it just it just bit it. That's fine. So, Sly, I'm gonna bring the next question to you then to start while Ethis does whatever he needs to do. Um. So, what is your personal advice for players? So. They temper time away with more casual gameplay or filling their time with other games like we were talking about last week. Or should mm -hmm. they just stay loyal? You know, as you know, some, some people on YouTube have suggested that if you really enjoy the game, regardless of the content laws, you'll support it. Which side are you on? Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Stupid Moon Wi-Fi is the best comment in the, <laughs> in the live stream. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, so your answer. All right. All right, so people are going to vote with their wallets. That's just all said and done. Uh, if they truly didn't like the game, uh, if we all really didn't like this game, then we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here right now talking about it. 
Um, from a financial standpoint, if you, you're done with content or you're burned out, um, then sure, you have that option to unsub and then come back whenever you feel like it. Um, but who's to say that they won't, like the people who unsub, will come back and do the same thing? They'll burn through the content and, and you know, say, oh, God, I'm bored, nothing to do, and then unsub again. Um, again, this game, like, this game is really about choice, not within the game itself, but like, outside of the game. What you choose to do, um, what you choose to do in, ga- in game, and, you know, if you're going to stay. So it's, I mean, ultimately, I really don't have a side because it's ultimately up to you, the consumer, uh, what you want to do. Do you want to stay? Do you want to, you know, work on some other stuff that you, like, you haven't worked on in a while? Um, do you want to just focus on other, you know, not really focus, but, you know, go catch up on your backlog of games or whatnot or just play something in the meantime? That's ultimately your choice. I can't, I, I can't pick a side. I really can't pick a side. I personally, I still have raid. Like I said, I still have stuff to do. I still am crafting and gathering. I'm, I'm, I'm staying. I mean, it's, it's not gonna, it, it's not gonna make you any less of a supporter or any less loyal if you unsub. You, you sub for a reason. You played this game for a reason, and you're probably gonna come back. So, I mean, most, that's just my time. Most, mostly, most likely. Yeah. So <clears throat> while uh, while Ethis fixes his internet, we're just gonna put the state of the realm screen up. I actually had to fix your camera because as soon as he had dropped from the call, like you were all over the place. So uh, hopefully we can get. Oh, is he back? Sorry, guys. Oh, wait, wait, so, wait. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I gotta see this. I gotta see if I can see you okay. Oh, okay, there I can see you. What happened at this? Talk to us. Well, basically, um, I spent so much time with my computer that our period's a line. And um, <laughs> having a bad day. All right. <laughs> this computer is having a bad day, guys. And now I'm going to have to fix. Well, now we have, we could just have Sly and Ethis. Look, they can share a little section over there until they're sure if it's fixed. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. If, I mean, you guys, you guys will see it because I, like, I don't feel like fixing you every time in case it's fixed. Is he this way or that way? Uh, you're, on, you're on the left. See, your camera's already gone. <laughs> That's it's a, one ah, small shit. step for Ethis. <laughs> One giant step for Australia's internet. Wow. <laughs> oh, Best friends forever. Best friends forever. Ring. Buddies. Yeah. I got my buddy. So sorry sorry those watching it live, even if you're watching it on YouTube. I'm gonna leave them both in the same box for the time being, just because if I have to constantly <laughs> if I have to constantly take time to bring Ethis back into the box below and then if his camera goes and then it comes back and if that keeps happening, we're gonna be here forever pretty much. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it as is until we have some consistency. All right. So, uh, Ethan, you weren't able to hear the question, so I'll just throw it your way real quick. Based mm. on what we were just talking about, the delay of the patch, what is your personal advice? Should people temper time away from uh, temper time away with more casual gameplay or filling their time with other games, or should they just stay loyal to the game because they already know they're gonna come back and play it? You know, that's what some commenters on YouTube have been suggesting that if you like the game you should stay loyal to it and i know i just heard your opinion about two years ago but what about now oh geez man i mean you do you um i think that people who want to keep subbing if if that's sort of you know economically not a big problem for you then great awesome you're supporting the game and the people that are paying for the game even while they're not playing they're fucking heroes and everyone should be super grateful um that said 
you know, it's it's a it's an unnecessary expense. A lot of people are living on on a budget, and it doesn't make sense for them to be, um, you know, for paying some, for something that they're not using or that they're not currently into. Um, so, yeah, take it take it off. Go go play another game. Go play the Battlefront beta. Go play Blade and Soul. Go play uh, fucking Fallout Four or Metal Gear Solid Five. That you know, there's so many new games out at the moment, and um, we're gonna miss them. Because we don't play anything else. Chat, Chad is asking is asking if you two can kiss because now you're in like the same box. Which which side is? Hang on, let me uh, have a look at this. You're yeah. you're over here. Yeah. Over that way. You're smoochy. Mm. No, no, you're, you're, he's mm. the other way. He's the other way. Mm. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had to do it. Yeah, because at the, at this you still sound like shit. So I'm leaving you in that box forever at this rate. Uh, don't put him in the box. He's no, he's don't staying in the box with you. You're sharing the box. I got my own box. <laughs> I got my own box. I ain't got. I ain't got to worry about shit. That's okay. It. There you go. All right. So, regarding to the people who may not be as patient as we are with the patch, is there anything wrong with being impatient? I mean, like we kind of spoke about instant gratification gaming before. Mm. Is mm. that a, is that an issue or is it just an evolution like because the culture has pretty much shifted from days where people had like you know people had times to play games in real time all the time and they had time to grind for levels gear but the pace at which the world spins feels like it's it's gotten faster in the years with the way technology has evolved so is there anything wrong with being an instant gratification gamer i i honestly think there's there's something wrong with being you know that instant gratification gamer uh we like this generation of gaming, we become this spoiled bratish generation who wants everything and we want it now. And when we get it and it's not everything that we hope for, we get mad. We, you know, bitch at the developers like, this is shit. Well, this is what you got. If you were patient, you would get a more polished product. And so I'm, I mean, I'm all for wishful thinking and, you know, hoping that things will come out sooner. But I also want a polished product. Like, case in point, Persona 5. Next summer. We were expecting it this year, next summer. I'm, not, I'm disappointed, but I'm not mad. I want to see a really good Persona game. So I'm not going to sit there and complain, oh, we didn't get it in a year. I'm, you know, I'm not going to complain. Like, if it's a game you truly, honestly love and are loyal to and believe in, then give people, give your devs the time to make, to polish the game, refine it. Make sure there's not anything wrong with it. And everything will come out just fine. It, it, again, don't, just don't be a spoiled brat. Damn. Do not be, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Don't be a spoiled brat. Hard line. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I do kind of agree with you. However, I think what we need to understand is that um, this sort of instant gratification culture, it's a, uh, oh, bye. I'm back. And it's, it's a, it's a <laughs> reciprocative thing, right? Um, so on one hand, we're wanting things to come out quickly. We're wanting short quests. We're wanting quest markers. We're not wanting to have to grind. But that's what the industry has been giving us. Um, you know, we're asking for a juice bottle and we're constantly being given a juice bottle. It's a 21st century problem. We've got to take responsibility for it. Sure, we're impatient. However, the industry panders to it and they're responsible for it as well. 
if you want a game that sells, that's that's just what you have to do now. Um, is it good? Is it bad? I, I don't know. I think it's it's one of those things that it's it's such a you know a cultural responsibility rather than something that we've done or something that they've done or or any particular person has done. It's just something we're going to accept. That's where the the industry is now. Yeah, but okay, so this brings us to the question. The next question. Like, what do you prefer as as a consumer, as a gamer? What do you prefer? Like having content with a lot of bugs, a lot of glitches, and you get it sooner, or are more complete content while just you know having to wait. Um, this again is where I believe that people are going to be unhappy either way. Like if you get, mm. even if you get a polished product, there are going to be a percentage of people who are going to be unhappy. Um, it's it's a choice whether a developers constantly have to make and good developers, the, the really good developers will choose the latter and they'll, you know, put out a polished product um, with complete content and, and, you know, not have to deal with it. But there might still be a few, but not as much as if you just rushed it. Uh, naturally, it can't, you can't have both. You can't have both uh, a fast, uh, a really um, quickly released product and it being polished. If you are, you're you're a damn good developer. But mm. I mean, um, and happen happen ethics. I, I post this to you. What do y'all prefer? What do y'all prefer? Real quickly before you answer that, ethics. Can you try resetting your microphone real quick? <laughs> I don't know if there's like wind, or it's just the sound of your internet. Because there's. Oh, like... <laughs> No, that's okay. We'll, we'll we'll figure out a way. I'll I'll just have to dial it back, I guess, on uh, on a program or something. Yeah, because it's like it's your it's it's definitely having its its period, as you were saying. <laughs> I'll try my um. I'll try my headset mic. I think that's see. I I think I think it might just be like literally your internet is making sounds the sounds of the moon. Um, All right, how's that? Is that better? That sounds yes. a million times better. Yes. Ah, awesome. Awesome. Excellent. 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 Um, so, what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you prefer? Having more content with more glitches and a fast oh, release schedule or okay. more complete content while having deadlines that are further apart? So we're talking about whether we can have both. Um, you know what we can have both of? We can have a, a game that takes a really long time to release and is still full of bugs. That is um, and you know some of some of my favorite games, like you, you think of the Elder Scrolls franchise. They're both you know really polished and really sort of you know big titles, and they're also really buggy. And in a weird way, the bugs make it kind of endearing. Um, but this is this is a thing that um, this is a thing that Square Enix has had a problem with again since 2.0 is that they want things to be really really published before. Uh, it comes anywhere near us. They don't want to do any. Um, they want to do any beta testing. Um, people complaining about like the way Bard plays. People complaining about PvP and stuff like that. They just give it to us when they think it's finished. They they're not happy to release it before they think that it's finished and it's perfect. You know what I mean? Um, and it's a it's a weird attitude. Happy. What about you? I'm always willing to wait longer for a better product. And as to whether or not it can be both. I think it can be, but the amount of work that's going to have to go into it to make sure that it's both, that's that's tough. Because no matter so, what you think you're doing that's right, uh, something's going to happen that's just going to be wrong in the end. So you think you can have a quickly released pop product and it's going to be 
the quality that you would get get from a product that they take the time with. I guess you quickly, you, quickly is not the right word. Something like like a like a regularly paced schedule, not something mm -hmm. like oh, I want I expect something every two weeks, or I expect something every month. No, I mean to me, three months is kind of quick, mm -hmm. and I'm impressed that they did that for as long as they did while giving us a mostly polished product. I mean, look at class balance in the game. You know the way they've designed it. How well has that gone compared to everything else? The only thing people really still complain about, Paladin, Astro, and Monk, and that's only because the fights don't really call for those specific tools. That's a fight thing, not a class thing right. for the mm -hmm. most part. I'm impressed with what they've kept up with. It's never going to be perfect forever. I don't think it's, you know, I'm not willing to accept that it'll be perfect forever. It's, you know, there are issues with 3.0. There'll probably be issues with 3.1. I think we can have both. I think that it's extremely difficult to do, though. And I'm more or less always on the side of if it takes longer, as long as it's polished, I'm down. Hmm. Yeah. What about this? What about this? Um, because you're talking about how impressive it's been that they've been able to be consistent for, for such a long time. What if since 2.0, we'd have every patch at five months rather than at three months? Do you think there would have been a lot of noise about that? Yeah. Yes. Because I think, really? Yeah, I think people would have gotten used to it in a way. I, mean, I think, five months is a long time, okay. but um, I feel I like the, it's the inconsistency here that's bothering people. Yeah, I want to I want to pose you a question. Okay, um, mm. when we say every five months, is it the same content coming every five months, or are there extra things in that five month period? Like, are we all still only getting four bosses and coil? Like, let's say if we were on the schedule, are we still only getting, uh, you know, that one? Uh, eight man raid are we still only getting one difficulty at the time are we only getting a primal patch are we getting two now are we getting more story like what's well, we, that two month gap are we getting more content for 3.1 than we have for any other patch i'd like to think we're getting more unique content in a sense okay um, but not then, not in, then in terms what about of more if there were patches if there were patches more like 3.1 if there were those sort of five-month patches, if that was the consistent thing, do you think people would have been hanging around or you think they would have been complaining every couple of months about it? I still think people would have been uh, complaining. I think, mm. I think I that literally you would need more quantity if you're going to give them more time. Like that's, that's the outlook generally. And Yoshi P said mm. we, can't, we can't have a release schedule that's that far off. Like occasionally, yeah, there's going to be a delay on something. But, mm. you know, he said, you know, we're not like World of Warcraft. We can't just be like, we, we can't just accept that we See have these. See in 11 these, months. Yeah, we can't just <laughs> yeah. accept that we have these fans that will be there for us no matter what. We need to constantly be making content or people mm. will leave. That is outright the way that they, they looked at it, which is why they've succeeded because they've literally not just been like, oh, well, we'll be fine. They never mm. did it. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think. It's the age-old quantity versus quality um, debate, and with that time frame, um, people still would have probably complained. It, it's it's just a matter of, like, it's it's just a matter of the time frame. Um, do you like really are people going to wait that long? And if people had to wait that long, um, the amount the amount of stuff, the amount of content that we're getting in each of those patches in like five months you said it they're going to ask for more you're eventually going to get people to say well we want more you want it again going back to the instant gratification we want it we want it now but in this in this in in this situation you're going to get people who ask for more eventually they're 
they're not going to really get used to it. I mean, mm. with this with this consistency, well, it's not really consistency. It's a little bit inconsistent, but I, I'm used to it. I, again, this is my first real MMO. I'm I'm content. I'm really content with the content. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, but I'm content. I'm I'm content with what we shut up. I'm content with what we have, and I'm not really I'm not really asking for more because I know I'm going to get it in a timely manner. I, I think it, the patches are being released in a timely manner. Um, three months, two months—that's not that bad. I can wait. So mm-hmm. if we're we're talking about patches that are more like three point one with this whole five month uh, schedule, is it more content that's considered? not progression in these patches that we're talking about because we have to remember patches like 3.1 are what we like to call catch-up patches where mm-hmm. those who weren't able to obtain the highest item level gear uh can now obtain them and there's tools like that like the relic quests like the new 24 man raid the ability to get uh materials that were only in the end raid before you have new extreme primals which is another option for people when they first get the point that extreme primal is not meant to be progression for savage that's meant to be people who just beat ravana that's what it's being designed for. Yep. Um, when we talk about adding new content, are they maybe going a little bit too much in this direction of let's make these mini games, let's make uh, you know this this system for crafters and gatherers that makes them more like battle classes with the weekly capping, whereas they could just develop content that people can just outright play and leave the things that people were enjoying mostly still with some minor adjustments along the way. Mm. Isn't it all about choice? I mean, isn't that the beauty of the game that you can play whatever the fuck you want, however the fuck you want? So I, I applaud and I agree with Square Enix in terms of making, creating a game that sort of caters to every, every single type of player. So if you want to call like the little mini games fluff, that's fine. I, we could take a little bit of fluff. I mean, it's something for everyone. So I, I just... Like, I don't have a problem with patches like that as opposed to patches just focused on a single type of player. Well, okay, then let me pose this to Ethis with that in mind. Do you think the game hurts or helps itself by having content that is focused on everyone instead of taking something it's good at and focusing on that? An example being, let's say you add one piece of content for crafters, one for gatherers, one for raiders, one for uh, one for hardcore raiders, one for casual raiders, one for middlecore raiders. You give all these separate options, <coughs> but that's not enough for any of the individual parties as a whole, as opposed to developing content for a niche player and... Mm. Uh, focusing on that type of player, do you? Which do you mm. think they could benefit more from? Well, firstly, let's let's think of a game that only focused on one type of player. Okay. Wildstar. Okay. Right, and what what happened there? Well, let's look at something that's not so extreme as only hardcore raiders. That was that was a pretty rough one to pick in the first place because yeah. that was already an incredibly small uh, subset of players. Let's well, look at point. let's Is let's that... look at the majority. Let's look at just the casual players. Like you outright say this is a game for casual players, and you only mm. develop things that may mildly test you but aren't too, so over the top. And you make um, that that's what you focus on. You make sure they always have a ton of things to do. But if you're a hardcore raider, if you're a crafter gatherer. Uh, those features are dialed back compared to everything else. Mm. 
Well, if you make a game like that, I feel like you're going to have you're going to have a high turnover. You're going to have a lot of players, but you're not going to have many sort of people that are around for years and years and years. Um, which is some which is something you want. You want that for the for the sake of your your community and the quality of your game and the kind of feedback you get. Um, so I think the point the point you come to is that if you want um, a game that's viable, a game that's going to last, a game that's going to have um, lots of people playing it, you do need to cater to a bunch of different people, particularly in the MMO genre. Um, so the way we do it, like you say, we can either have one patch focusing on one type, another patch focusing on another type, or we can give like everyone a little bit each patch. I feel like if we do that, you're going to get everyone complaining. Whereas during the casual patches, you tend to get... Well, you don't even get many of the hardcore people complaining because I feel like most of the hardcore crowd sort of accepts that that's how it happens. But when we get the more, the more hardcore, uh, the, the raiding patches, the casual players are saying, oh, there's no mid-call, there's nothing for me to do. Um, they would be saying that all the time if, if we did what you're suggesting there and just drip-fed a little bit to everyone each patch. I don't, I don't think that would be as good a system. Okay. I feel like that's adequate. Do I have anything to add on that since you were the person who brought that point up, kind of? Yeah, I kind of I agree with that. Um, it's, again, this is a game where not everybody's going to be happy. And in both of these instances, like, really, it's a matter of who's going, who, who, the majority, which majority is going to be the most unhappy. And, you know, making, creating a game where you cater to only one niche Whereas you kind of delve the patches out in terms of a couple of group of niches and then majorly one niche, i.e. Alexander uh, Savage, you know, either way, people are going to be unhappy. Like, not everybody's, not everybody's going to be satisfied with it. So on the whole, we have enough content to where, like, everybody can sort of sustain themselves. You can... Go off if you're not interested in you know in-game rating. There are other things you can do now. If you've done that stuff and you're that completionist type, bully for you. Good job, but, bully, bully. <laughs> but not everybody. Not everybody is a completionist, so you know it, it's kind of it's kind of difficult. And I applaud the devs for doing this. It's it's kind of difficult to create a game for everybody, but. Well, for the most I, part, they do it. They make everyone they happy. Yeah, it, it, for the most part, it's successful with a uh, few minor setbacks, but it's successful. I think oh. if um, so, we're we're talking we're talking about uh, you know quality versus time. Mm-hmm. I feel like that for the most part, this is a game that's done both. We've had really quality patches. We've had them coming out really really quick, mm-hmm. and if every two years we get one patch that's a couple of months delayed um, to sort of pay for the fact that we're getting both, you know, quality and speed for all of the rest of the time, I think that's a, an acceptable price. I think everyone's just got to, you know, got to cop it. Yeah. Well, we're also talking about people staying or dropping their sub, and we're talking about, you know, Yoshi P says we don't really have the hardcore fan base. We're talking about Final Fantasy here. Like, this is a series that's been around for, you know, over 20 years. It's got a rich history. It's got a loyal fan base, or I'd like to believe it does. What what types of... (laughs) Then you get into an argument, which Final Fantasy is the best? This one's the best. That one sucks. This one's the best. Type zero! Excuse me. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, man. Uh, 
But then you have players. So, so what kind of players who play Final Fantasy XIV are most likely to stop their subscriptions, regardless of how the content patches are put out? Are there people who just like maybe play for the story once they catch up, and then they stop the next installment because that's what they're interested in—the Final Fantasy story? Um, basically those, um, the types who are done with the in-game content. The ones who really don't have a grade group and are just kind of, you know, sailing on by themselves and have really no aim. Because, again, this is an MMO. You kind of need friends to do stuff with. So the people who don't have a raid group or any kind of, you know, FC or anything like that, they're probably going to unsub as well. Um, uh, the ones who aren't... Who, aren't really serious about in-game because 9 out of 10, they're probably waiting on Relic and the new stuff, so they're going to wait. They're going to go and unsub. Um, or the ones the ones who um, I think that's it. The ones who uh, yeah, I think that's it. Like I said for me. I think that's fair. Um, I, I don't really think there's a, a particular type to be honest. I mean, we all at some point find, feel like we're running out of things to do and we're sort of, you know, inventing things to keep us playing. Um, so I think, I think it's just a case of some people, when they reach that point, they've got better things to do than level and alt or idle in Idleshire. And some people don't. And it's not really a, you know, it's not really a particular, it's not like the people who really love Final Fantasy are always going to stick around. The people who don't are not going to stick around. I don't think it's that simple. So why do each of you play the game? Since we're talking about all this. Just had to put well, us on just blast. Like, uh, nothing, nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> nothing better to do. Oh, man. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my God. I got my box back. Woo! We did it. Yeah, he, yeah I gave him his own box back. I think, you've, <laughs> I, think you've, I think you've earned it, Sly. Thank you. Well done, Sly. Oh, uh, never mind. Maybe and I don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck you. laughs> Hello. <laughs> so why do each of you play the game? Um, gameplay. The gameplay, the way it played. Again, first real MMO. So for me, I, I'm one of those Final Fantasy purists. You know, I've been with the franchise for a good amount of time. So it, the name, the Final Fantasy name did appeal to me. Um the lore, but mostly the community. Uh, I think, for the most part, we all wouldn't be here if the community wasn't awesome. That's why a lot of players came to 14, even players from other MMOs. They said, I came to this game, it has an awesome community, I just love it here. It's better than, insert MMO name here. Um, yeah, I, I think we can all say that for, for uh, the most part, that we can kind of agree that the community keeps us here. Mm. And that's I think that's a really good point. Yeah, I think um, I think what most people are subbing for, as much as they're subbing for content, is they're subbing for a community space. You know what I mean? Um, and the people that have been sticking around uh, for you know a year or two are. I'd say exclusively the people that have met some, you know, some really great people. They've developed a great community. They've sort of, they've fallen in, and it's it's more about the people within them than it is about the game. Um, 
and you know content is great and running content with people is great but if I didn't have the the people that I run with I probably wouldn't still be playing you know fair enough fair enough what about you like why do you I play the game because I am a I, I made I made a top five vid a while ago my number one reason was I was a Final Fantasy fanboy that was the number one reason uh, Final uh, Fantasy introduced me to MMOs. I moved from 11 to 14. I believed in 14. And I genuinely enjoy the game because guess what? I never played an MMO before that, you know, I could play it and sustain another game with. And I also don't get bored of it at the same time. World of Warcraft I tried playing. I got bored of it and I stopped playing. When I get bored of 14, I just, I still play it every day, almost every day. And I just mm -hmm. fill the void with, uh, with, of what I can do with other games. And I keep, mm. and I always keep it there with me. And then my other reason was also the community. You know, they are a very, very strong aspect. It's something that, uh, as you said, a lot of people applaud, and it's something I applaud as well because I'm used to having that that community in Eleven. There was a very strong sense of community there, and it's a reason that keeps me here as well. I can honestly say mm. I wouldn't have played Eleven for seven years if their community wasn't good because I didn't have as much fun playing the game <laughs> as, I, so, as I could have. So the reason you play Final Fantasy XIV has got nothing to do with the lynch mob that would come after you if you stopped playing. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I streamed Blade and Soul over the weekend. You know how many times I had to answer that question. You quit? <laughs> you quit fourteen? Uh, every time you play anything else, yeah. Yeah, you're not, you're not on fourteen. This isn't fourteen. <laughs> Well, so, well, that, well, see, here's the thing. That also happens because sometimes Twitch sends out like an email with the last game that was on your title as yeah. opposed to the upgraded right. one. So people come. Right. I, I, when that one happens, I, I kind of, I kind of expect it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> real, realistically, okay. So I'm a Final Fantasy fanboy. I got my start in the series with Final Fantasy. I f saw a friend play Final Fantasy VII. I first played Final Fantasy VIII. Was my entry into it. I had never heard of the series before. I had never known the series. All the games I owned were hand-me-downs until my N64, pretty much. Mm. And N64 mm. didn't have Final Fantasy games on it. So until I got a PlayStation, I didn't know what the hell it was. What was your entry into the series, Sly? Well, there were no... Um... Oh, Sly, you go. You go, Sly. Go on. Six. You're not all in the same box anymore. You're still trying to kiss him. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, yeah, mine was six. SNES. Proud of you. Terrace theme. Proud of you. Nice. Nice. Made it. That's my favorite one. We all know my favorite one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm trying, Sly. I'm really trying. At this? I'm being, I'm being really patient with it. Um, <laughs> really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Um, okay. So... The, the PAL region, SNES, so that's, uh, that's here, England, probably a couple of other places. We didn't get any Final Fantasy games on the SNES, um, which is something that I've hated ever since because I, I collect SNES games. Um, so my first entry was seven. Um, I think I was probably a bit too young for it because I was like, oh, what is this? And then I played eight uh, and I played 10. And honestly, after 10, I didn't really, I, I absolutely love 10. I was addicted to 10. I, I'm pretty sure I 100% of 10, probably put like 400 hours into it. And then after 10, um, 11 wasn't viable because, you know, Dinosaur Island. 
Um, and as like 12 and 13 came out, I was like, this isn't really high fantasy anymore. It's, it's a lot more kind of cyberpunk. Um, and it interested me a little bit less than 10 did. Um, and then when 14 came around, I was sort of in between MMOs. I'd given up on the old Republic and I was waiting for Elder Scrolls <laughs> of all things. I was like, oh yeah, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is pretty great. Yeah, I'll try that out. And I was just instantly hooked. It's yeah, all, all about that high fantasy feeling. Okay, so we're talking about this great community. We're talking about things that kept us here, what got us into the series. I feel for you on that Elder Scrolls comment, by the way, because uh, I really wanted to like Elder Scrolls Online also. Didn't happen. <sighs> oh, and he's gone. Sly's going to lose his box again. No! <laughs> My box! No, your box is going to be gone. When he, if, if he disconnects from the call again, I'm putting him back in your box. That's all you need to know. All right. <laughs> it, seemed, it all seemed to be going so well. All right, so... I kind of want to wait for him to come back, but at the same time, I want to continue with the show. So, we've been talking about the community, we've been talking about how we got into it, but that doesn't stop people from... Oh, you're going to lose your box here in two seconds. Um, that doesn't stop people from expressing what they like or dislike about the game by voting with their wallet for the most part. Um, would you recommend that people sort of voice their opinions just through their wallet silently or keep going with the game, but voice it very loudly on open forums? The option again you're gonna do either or but if you're gonna voice it on the open forums like loudly loudly probably wouldn't be the best way to do it um the beauty of this another good part about this game is and it's something else that i really like about this game is for the first time i really feel close to the devs even though i did have dinner with the devs one time at twitch i know i was there yeah, we were there. High you five. Act like that, you act like that was so long ago. I know, I know. High five. Um, but yeah, this game gives you an open forum with the devs. Like, not a lot of games do that. They're really, I can only count on one hand the number of games that do that. And, like, outlets like this, what we're doing right now, podcast, you know, the Lodestone. Reddit. I, I, you see how I said hey, that. Hey, there's information there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, But, yeah, this is one of the games, a few games that allow that allows us to kind of be close to the devs, gives us, give us that open forum with the devs. Um, welcome back at this. Welcome back. Just, oh. like, just as I gave him his own box, but you now know you're sharing a box again. <sighs> Let me scoot over. <laughs> But yeah, this is one of the few games that gives us the, the, this forum, this open forum with the devs that we can kind of express what we like, what we don't like, what we want to see. Um, and I feel like we, we should, and right now we're doing a good job of using that to our advantage. And if, if you have, if you're going to vote with your wallet, do that. But if you have any um, issues with the game, you know, voice your opinion. But don't be a dick about it. Please, there's a there's a tactful way to do it. Just voice your opinion, but voice it tactfully. Just to get Ethos caught up, we're talking about voting with your wallet versus yeah, expressing yeah. like or dislike on the forums. Um, I'll bring this to you then, Ethos. What about both? 
should you, you mm. know, you don't agree with something, you unsub it at the same time, you still go on the forums and you voice your opinion. Well, here's, here's the thing with, um, with voicing your opinion. If you're, if you're being sincere and you're sincerely upset, and uh, as Sly says, if you are going to be a dick about it, then your opinion means nothing. The devs aren't going to pay any attention to someone who, who's, you know, spouting off about, oh, this is bullshit and you owe me this and you owe me that and fuck you guys. Um, it's not going to have any impact on them. It doesn't matter. You may as well write absolutely nothing. So if you're going to do that, just unsub and just fuck off for a couple of months, you know? <laughs> um, if, you, if you've got nothing constructive yes. or novel to say, you are perfectly entitled to, to unsub and not be paying for it, but in terms of uh, your opinion and in terms of the vitriol that you pour onto Reddit and onto the official forums, just fuck off. It's not contributing anything. It's not helpful. Um, whereas if you are going to do both, do both constructively. You know, say this is why, this is the things that I'd like to see fixed. Have, have a, a, a proper, uh, you know, pluralistic discussion about it. Um, and that's, you know, that's all you can do. That's going to be our quote for the night. Unsub and fuck off for a few months. There we go. That reminds me of an, of an old video I remember, the history of the F word. Classic video, and that's why you're sharing a box. Uh, <laughs> classic video um, where they use it in, in one sense. It's like, why don't you go outside and play hide and go fuck yourself? <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines of all time, and you just made me read it. Uh, about to, um, make like a leaf and fuck off. Yeah, that's another one. Make like a tree and fuck off, I should say. Yeah, yeah make like a, just the leaf. Forget the tree. Just the leaf, yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, with people, you know, some people leaving, some people staying, will the loss of a certain group of player subscriptions affect the overall success of the game? Would it, like, behoove players to care about the title success at all in any way, shape, or form? Sly? If we didn't care, would we be here right now? Us. We're not talking about us. We're talking about... Other people. What's happening but I'm just, right I'm now. just, I'm just speaking about the majority though. Like, would we, would the game be here right now if we, if we really collectively did not give a shit? 2.0 wouldn't have been successful. 2.0 would have been the same outcome as 1.0. So um, nothing has the same outcome as 1.0. I just want to stop you right there. I'm, that that is a dark place. <laughs> it, it's a dark place, but I'm just saying, if we, if we collectively did not give a shit, we said fuck it. 1.0 is coming back. They're trying to bring 1.0 back. It's not, it's not happening. If we just said, fuck it, I don't care, we wouldn't be right here right now. We wouldn't be right here talking about this because the game wouldn't have been successful. So I think we do care. I think collectively we do care. Now, in terms of the group of players, a certain group of players unsubbing, that's not, I don't think it's going to determine the success or failure of this game. You're again. I feel like you're just talking about a handful, a handful in terms of the four million subs that are you know unsubbing and then coming back. It's not going to determine the failure, the failure or success. Um, the community's here, we're here, but that, that doesn't mean that we're going to blindly support Square Enix. We're 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 smarter than that. I, I would like to believe that we're smarter than that. Even in The Rising, they even said, we've been at odds. We've been at odds, but we've come back to create a beautiful thing. They said that in The Rising. And in the end, because of this community, 
Uh, and because of the open forums, we're at the point we're at right now. So um, a handful of players who unsub isn't going to make or break this game. It's not. And, mm. and in terms of, you know, caring about the success of this game, we already do. If you didn't care, if, if you didn't care about the success of this game, again, 3.0 would not have happened. Fair enough. So, we covered that. I want to go back and ask you guys something real quick, because this is an issue that gets brought up a lot, too. How often do you log in a week, each of you? Uh, eh, four to five times a week. Like, so pretty much basically a work week. Work week. Okay. Ethos? Um, I'd log in every day. Um, I'd say at least a couple of those is me logging on and going, what? why did I fucking, I want to log on. What am I doing? It's just like motor reflex. Um, I'd sort of play for at least an hour. I'd say uh, definitely four or five days a week. So, because the big reason why that's a question is people have a hard time justifying the dollar, even if they enjoy the game and if they support it, again, they have a hard time justifying the dollar based on the hours that we play. And, I mean, let's be real here. The amount of, you can't use the argument that, oh, I make this much an hour, therefore my, my time of entertainment is valued. The same people value their time for entertainment far higher mm -hmm. than what uh you know what they actually like maybe make an hour like oh i make 40 dollars an hour so i don't mind you know i can play the game for 30 minutes a day and be okay <laughs> no nobody fucking does that right mm -hmm. um so people are always wondering how to stretch their dollar get the most out of their investment is it wise to force yourself to try this other content just because it's there or should they just stick to their primary interests and, you know, probably end up hitting that point where they want to drop the game for a month or two? Well, if you haven't tried it at all, then, you know, go for it. I mean, mm -hmm. there's plenty of things like crafting and gathering, you know. A lot of people think, oh, yeah, it's just crafting and gathering, whatever. Not into that. And then they do it and they get hooked. Um, so you don't know whether you're into it or not if you haven't given it yet. There we go, slide. You don't know whether you're into it or not if you haven't given it a go. Um, if you do make yourself give something a go, like another class or a craft or a gather or whatever. And after a couple of hours, you're like, no, nah, fuck this, then fine, whatever. But, but people who say X is a load of crap, I'm not going to sub for X when they've never even tried it. It's like, you, just shut up. Just, <laughs> just so, so harsh. I, I like harsh at this. Yeah, I know that's that's YouTube doesn't like him later, but it's okay because we love him. No, nah, that's <laughs> we love him. <laughs> YouTube's like, at this, shut up. <laughs> you know, you should have. I'm gonna be looking for that comment uh, tomorrow <laughs> where at this just comments back saying, no, you shut up. You shut up. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, I'll do. You know, I'll do. made me. Yeah, I know you'll do it. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is there is there anything? wrong with just not trying it at all like just i mean yeah you've never tried it before but what if it's something you've done in like every other mmo and you just whatever there's like, nothing or, or what if you have an inability to try it like let's say you can't get a static for savage for whatever reason you know you you well, want to fine. do it it's fine you want to that's do it and you put yourself out there but you, it just never comes to fruition and you and that's it you don't even want to try anymore yeah that sucks and you know unsub or whatever but don't complain to the devs that they're not 
making content for you. You know what I mean? It's all about the experience. Like that's, yeah, that's that. Like that's a crappy thing, and some people get stuck in a kind of hard place where they they want to be doing content that they can't do. And yeah, I mean, there's probably things that Square Enix could do to make it more accessible to them. But when they conflate one to one their experience with what is being developed, then you know, if you're not enjoying something, just take responsibility for the fact that you're not enjoying certain aspects of the game. You know what I mean? That's okay. That's that's all you need to do. You don't need to blame anyone else. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And to Ethos's point um, a, few, a few minutes ago, I, like he took the words right out of my mouth. This, this game is about choice. And with it, it it's, it's a two-way street. Like, you're going to have to bring something to the table yourself. The devs made this game. They gave it to you. Have fun. It's almost like a sandbox in, in, in the fact that you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Now, if you, if you don't put in the time and the effort into it and you, you come out saying it's shit, that's your fucking fault. Sorry. Strangely, when you said sandbox, now I want to build a giant manipulator in Minecraft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know why. That was the First thing, because I immediately thought when I thought sandbox, I thought, can I can I just build a better fight for a fourth? <laughs> <laughs> can I just build a better fight if it's a sandbox? <laughs> what about okay? So there's there's one type of player we haven't really spoken about, and I saw I saw this joke in the chat a little while ago. What about the people who treat the game like a thirteen dollar chat box? $13 a month chat box, pretty much. You know, they log in socially, they just talk to people. That's all they do. That's totally legit. Yeah. Okay. It's a choice. It's a way to play the game. It's it's <laughs> we traded. <laughs> we traded. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, it, it's a way to play the game. That's going back to what I something I've been saying for the longest time. Everybody pays their own goddamn strip subscription. Do whatever the fuck you want. It's all about choice. Hmm choice but what if what if you treated it like a chat box and um then and you didn't feel like and you didn't feel like you were sort of being pandered to enough you didn't think that you were getting better features for your chat box what what would you do about it is that is that square enix a problem or is that your problem that's a you problem that's mostly why really are we really i mean i mean that's a significant demographic it's not a huge demographic but it is a significant demographic demographic yeah. but they like they've made peace with it i would i would assume that you, mm. you've made peace with how how you, your experience is going to be just strictly by chatting you've made mm. peace with it you know what you're getting into and if you if you feel like you're not getting enough out of it that's you that's you mm. this is the this is the way you wanted to play the game and if if you just say, well, I'm done just because of that, that's you. Sorry, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo, mm. let's see what's in this picnic basket. Tell you the bears what you yeah. saw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think we can pretty much just get the point for Sly. Sly says, do whatever you want. Live your life. Hey. You do you. You do you, boo-boo. There we go. And at this... Mm. Says if you don't like it, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, all right, fine. 
<laughs> there, yeah. there, there's a few. There's a few more stipulations in there. Um, no one cares about the stipulations. Come on. No, they just. They, that's the only part that matters. That. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I just remember I'll be looking in the YouTube comment section tomorrow. <laughs> well, this was something that we really should have delved into more last week. That I'm glad we managed to talk about this week, especially because we got to have Ethis join, and I immediately knew I was like, if we're talking about this with Ethis, oh man. Those YouTube sharks are gonna eat him alive. <laughs> oh, I love well, Ethos, it. What do you what do you have to say to the YouTube sharks? Uh, sit on my face. Uh... Isn't that what? No, if... it just works. It works. I told that to someone Sitting in one on of my videos, works? and they, yeah, 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 yeah. They they were like, you know what? Yeah, I will sit on your face, and then everything's okay. We'll just all sit on each other's faces. It, it dilutes all the salt. I don't, I don't uh, like the human centipede all that as a movie. System. I don't like the human centipede. I don't We're want all it. stitching wow. it together. It's a, you know, it's just a ritual. It's just an ethos ritual. It's voluntary. It's an ethos mm. ritual. I don't, I don't even know. Just, I just, I got, I don't know. I love you, YouTube. I fucking love you. There you go. See, ethos loves you. Ethos loves you. On that note, guys, we are going to be wrapping up here. Uh, hopefully you all enjoyed the topic of conversation. Hopefully it helped enlighten you a little bit as to our thoughts. You know, personally, I didn't get to do too much talk in this video, so I'll just wrap up and say that uh, if you like the game, support it. If you don't like something about it, don't support it. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the cash shop. I don't spend my personal money on it, but I'll, you know, take what people give to me and give it back to them via that. So, if anything, all I'm doing is making the best out of a bad situation, something I don't agree with. And I think everyone can do the same. I think anybody can make the best out of a bad situation. There's always something to do whenever there's a lull in content. There will be more lulls in the future. If a month and a half makes or breaks you, just need to reevaluate and determine what you can do with that extra month and a half. That's my, that's my thing. So, what do you say we wrap up and we go to post-show, guys? Okay. Okay. I also know Ethos has, it, well, I don't know what he has anymore because just haven't seen his what face. What do I have? I don't know. Your, your internet has chlamydia by the looks of it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> really? Don't do it. Please stop. No. Not again. Yeah. Okay, Not again. Please. Yeah. Especially with Ethos making that sound. Now I'm convinced. All right. So <laughs> on that note, Ethos, thank you for being our guest this week. You have, For everyone who doesn't know, Ethos is a monthly guest, which means he will be back next month which means we should already be into 3.1 so that should be a pretty good episode to have you on at this pretty good talking point pretty good talking point i think it is it won't be i won't be erizivia right away we need to give you more time to come up with 3.1 we, we need to, oh come on we need to give you more time to fucking pay attention hey i won all right <laughs> by one fucking point again that's yeah, but it's like it's like it's a, it's a case of like you know two being a higher number than one you know what i mean He's saying you tried carrying, I guess. I don't know. Because Pook and I... You know what I learned? I, I, Ethos, I literally went back into dungeons mm. that week. All the dungeons that were on the list. I Literally every weapon you asked me about were the only weapons that dropped. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we were right. Oh, trust. <laughs> oh, wow, we were right about this being in this place. Oh, yeah, it does drop here. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I've been wearing my prize proudly on my ninja. By the way, the Good. golden subligar, Good. it lives on. I'm proud of you. I'm really All right, proud. so at this again, thank you for being a, a guest on the show. Why don't you tell everyone as they look at your loading screen? <laughs> uh, is it what? big Ethis? 
Is it yeah, it's, it's 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 big it's big loading screen Ethis. Ethis, yeah. Ethis, the load the screen Asher. Yeah, it's just a little <laughs> circle in the middle of the screen. All right. Well, if um if any of you actually, oh my god, you just saw it just caught up to live, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, considering you're all so impressed with the uh, the quality of the stuff that I produce, you can find me on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash ethisasher. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ethisasher doing some absolutely beautiful 540p fucking 10 frames a second uh, <laughs> streaming. So that's, that's good fun. Or you can catch me on Twitter at ethisffxiv. And like Mike says, I will see you guys next month. Not in three weeks, not in two weeks, next month, and we'll fucking slap Skype around between now and then. <laughs> yeah. I just, Thanks for coming. I, I, I want to make this the thumbnail for the video. I won't, <laughs> but I want to make this the thumbnail for the video. So bad. 540p. Sly. Sly, why don't you tell? Look, and now Sly's is all thrown off. <laughs> Everything is destroyed. All of Even my big, hard work. Big, big Sly's thrown off, really? Yeah, Big Sly is thrown off. God damn it. Okay, I fixed it. All right, Sly, hey. let's where they can find you. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Vague, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. The Velvet Room, where Marge is. They can't see your shirt. The proportions are off. There you go. There we go. That's, that's Marge. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox 07. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. You can find me in Behemoth, Plot 14, Ward 5 of the Lavender, Lavender Beds, a.k.a. The Foxhole. Yeah. You always see that's why I always do the strip club thing because when you're done introducing the foxhole, you look at us awkward and you just like silently stare like, oh yeah, that's you already know. That's some furry I, shit. I want somebody to make a gif of that like of that like nod slide just did. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Get on it. Get on it, YouTube. Get on it, Twitter. Get on it, Crayon and Chad. Yeah, and Crayon's probably already on Crayon and Chad. Mm -hmm. All right. And I am your other host, Michael, Mr. Happy Poporomo. You can find me at Mr. Happy 1227 Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. If you just search it, you'll find it. But if you want the direct link, it is YouTube.com slash 127 Somebody asked me about that. Like, why do you say Xehanort 1227 It's because that's what the actual hyperlink is because I made it however many years ago and you can't change it once you make it on YouTube. When are you getting an official link at this? Isn't yours still some like crazy fucking long link that is like Yeah, I tried, but they won't let me. Did you need to set so. it? Didn't don't you need to set it up with like um <coughs> social media before they'll let you do it? Yeah. Yeah, I did that and they give me the vanity link Asha, but they won't change the the proper link. They don't do that anymore. They say once it's it is what it is, it is. Too bad. It's shit. Well, either way, I, so you're saying if I so, told somebody to go to you at, at this action, it would still go there, it just wouldn't actually, it would just yeah. change it to the, okay, good. Yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure because, you know, it does, I don't know, the display is, is different. There we go. Yeah, but anyway, it still links it. But anyway, uh, that's going to be a wrap for us. We are going to go over to Post Show where we don't have to look at that spinning circle of death anymore. Well, at least you guys don't. And uh, thank you everyone for coming by. We'll see you next week. Bye. I'm sure Ethis is doing up. something. So Ethis could be naked right now, and we would not. We wouldn't even know. It could be. Could be. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. It's a script club. Oh, sly. <laughs> I just say uh, script club. I was like, ain't nothing wrong going to a script club. Ain't no sin going to a script club. <laughs>